Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, I'm Simon Marcel, welcome to The Rendezvous. And if it's the first time you're joining the show, bienvenue, welcome. The accent, by the way, is French, straight from Paris, even though I've been here 20 years. And on The Rendezvous, we talk about your relationships, my relationships, we talk about life, la joie de vivre, aka joy of life, to love life, and to find positive issues in our relationships. I always look for the positive angle most of the time because I feel like society tries so many times to separate us. Our friends sometimes push us to be you know, very hard on each other. I feel once you find a good mate, then try to make it work. And I always say, don't do like me, do better than me. That's the point of the show. You call us next, 855-905-8255. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. When you have a question, uh, something on your mind about your relationship, you call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amber. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? Well, Simon, I'm in a new relationship, and I think he has trust issues mm -hmm. from being cheated on in the past. And I'm not sure how to build the trust with him now together, because... So far, so good. I'm a very loyal person, right. but I feel like he doesn't trust me, and I don't. I don't give him any reason not to. Okay, that's a great question, and and it happens to all of us at one point. I have a rule, Amber, when it comes to life, when it comes to friendship, and it comes to love and relationships, is to build trust. You have to say what you do and do what you say. It's as simple as this. Meaning, what disturbs all of us is. Somebody says something and does something else, or the contrary. So you got to always stick to that rule, but you're not also a therapist of somebody else's you know, problem, in meaning you have a behavior, you're loyal, you do what you say, you say what you do, and then you also you know, just follow up on everything, that's all. Because when he exaggerates, so you feel like, oh my God, you know, this guy you know, is projecting on me something that happened with his ex, you just tell him. Maybe that question was when you were with the person before me, and then now you're with me. Just please judge me and judge us on how we act towards each other, not how somebody else acted on you. And that's a healthy conversation to have, or you'll just be suffocating, trying to constantly meet his anxiety by you know overdoing everything, and then you're not going to be yourself because you know you can't do more than do what you say, say what you do. I love that, Simon. That like, is so simple, but it makes so much sense. That's the way I've run my life. You do what you say and you say what you do. And, and then if the other people can't live with that, then I guess, you know, we're not meant for each other. But that's that's my condition. And I hope it works for you and him. Yeah, I feel like that's such a great way to go at the conversation, too, because it's not really defensive. It's just very honest. I love that. It is. So, wow. Thank you. So you're most welcome. So you act like that. And if any other problems, you call me back and we'll talk more. But I think start by that. Talk about it. And it's all good. I love it. Thank you so much, Simon. Anytime. Have a good night. Thank you very much, Amber. How, how do you say goodbye? Is it au revoir? Au revoir. <laughs> au revoir. Bye-bye. Listen, if you can't call me like Amber, just email me at therendezvousshow.com. Your emails are next. Bonsoir, good evening, Simon Marcel. If you can't call me, you just email me your question, like right now at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, bonjour. Bonjour. I see you have an email for me. I do. This is from Linda. Okay. She says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Linda. My husband hates it when I try to tell him what to do. <laughs> really? He says, I nag him and I act like his mom. 
But if he did the things that I asked him to do in the first place, like clean up after himself, take out the garbage, etc., then I wouldn't have to nag him. What's the best way to get a man to do something without nagging him? Oh, my gosh. Okay, Linda, stay with me. I'm going to answer that once and for all next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, bonjour and welcome to The Rendezvous. Listen, I got this email from Linda who says that, you know, her husband hates when she tells him what to do. And then he says that she nags him because she, you know, he doesn't listen enough to her for the cleanup, for the, the garbage to take out and things like this. And then she's asking me what's the best way to get a man to do something without nagging him. I just want to reverse it. If a man would tell his wife what to do all the time, I don't know any wife or girlfriend or partner who would enjoy it. No one likes to be told what to do among adults. There's a word missing in Linda's email. It's the word compromise. We're not here to do what we have been asked to do. We're here to agree both on what we should do together. And then we have to stick to this plan. So Linda, stop telling him what to do, but have a conversation and make a deal about everything. What you do, what he does. And then after that, it's a fair deal. Good luck to you, Linda. Compromise is not an ugly word in relationships. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. You know why I love love stories? Because they're alive. And thank God we have them. And I always wanted to hear it. So 855-905-8255, call me. Dylan, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. You have also a romantic story to share with us. Yeah, uh, this was like years ago. Okay. Um, where we were young, basically, we were like a uh, high school, and uh, this girl I was I really liked. She was a big book reader, and uh-huh. I had a crush on her. And it was hard for me to express how I liked her, so I actually brought her a book for her birthday because okay. we were friends and stuff. And then, like, I wrote a little note in the book. It was "The Sorrows of Young Werther" by Goethe, oh. and I wrote a little note that uh, you know I'm a little shy about this, but I was like. Hey, uh, when you read this book, just think that uh, just know that you know I kind of feel like this for you. Not not as creepy as him, but like you know, <laughs> like I mean, still made it funny. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, yeah, that kind of that was like an awe moment, and you know, we started dating after that. I like that. You know what? This is a good story, Dylan, because you went and you thought not just what you would like, but what she would like, right? So I love that when we think of our partners, that's the idea of romance. We say, what if I were her? What if I were him? How would I want to receive a gift? Or what would I want to, in this case, read? And then the, the express your feelings. So good story. Thank you so much, Dylan, for sharing that romantic story. That That's a good one. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, have a good night. I think I got a story, a little sweet love story of mine. When I gave somebody a gift, you're going to be surprised. So stay with me and listen to what I thought was the best, most romantic move of my life. That's next. Simon Marcel, thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. So I just talked to Dylan who gave this beautiful book to his girlfriend because uh, the content of the book was how he feels about her. And I ha- remind me of a story when I was in high school, I was like probably 12. First day of school, September 1st, and walks in my class, the cutest brunette ever. I'm super shy. I'm 12. She's 12. I have no idea how to approach a girl in my class. She's super shy. So I go to her girlfriend and I said, I really like Anne. What do you think it would take for me to take her on a date? And her girlfriend gave me the craziest advice for a 12-year-old to do. And I did it and it worked. I'm going to tell you what's the advice she told me next on The Rendezvous. 
Simon Marcel, bonsoir. So here's the story. So I was 12 years old, first day of school. I got the biggest crush on this girl. And I mean, you know, like you probably had to in, in high school. So I was so shy, I didn't know what to do. I go to her girlfriend and her girlfriend, Christine, tells me, you know, the only way she would go out with you, you have to do like my parents. I said, what do you mean? You have to give her a ring and tell her you want to marry her. And then I know she'll come out with you. And I'm so crazy and have no idea of reality. I went and stole one of my mom's ring in her bedroom. And the next day I approached her. True story. I gave her the ring and I said, do you want to be my girlfriend? She took the ring, put it on her. And then we were boyfriend, girlfriend. And then her mom called my mom that night and I got in big time trouble. But I said, mom, I love her. I wanted to marry her. My mom laughed and she said, that's not the time for that. You don't have to give a ring at 12 years old. But I did it. Uh, you call our next, 855-905-8255. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question? You call me. Bonjour, Bernadette. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. What's up? What's going on? What can I help okay. you? So um, me and my husband, um, we've been married 21 years mm -hmm. and We always put our anniversary on the back burner. We never celebrate it. Nothing, not even a card, a gift, nothing, go out, nothing. And every time I say to him, you know, can't you take a day off from work maybe, or even if it's on the weekend, spend the day with me, even the day before. And he won't do that. But yet if it's a sporting event because he drag races, he'll take a day off from work for that. Mm. But he doesn't feel the need that a day for us to celebrate is that important. And that just hurts, you know? Of course. It, it just hurts. When so I just, I don't know other ways to ask him, and I'm tired of asking, but it's not fair. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to help you with this. Bernadette, when was the last time you and your husband had a conversation about that very issue? We do it like always. I'm talking about it the month before our anniversary. <laughs> Okay, so um, this time, you tell him the truth, that it breaks your heart when he doesn't want to do it, but he has time for the car races, that it means that he's not celebrating you guys as a married couple, and, okay. and you want to know why. And then you ask him, but calmly, what is more important, the race car events or the love we have for each other? And he said, right. listen, and said, I'm not going to tell you anymore, so it's up to you. But if you don't do anything, I will really understand that we, know, we need help then. Because anniversaries are the celebration of our love. If you don't celebrate our love, maybe you don't love me anymore. Yeah. So you, I want you to use those words. Okay. I think it's going to be fine. But I want you to show him that it's an important issue that, like, we celebrate our kid's birthday, and if we didn't, the kids would say, you don't love me, dad or mom. Well, right. Tell him that, and then when we celebrate our anniversary birthday, it's the way to say, I love you, wife or husband. It's the same thing. And I would like you to tell him straight and fair, what does it mean to not celebrate the birthday? Okay. Okay? Thank you, Simon. Anytime. The, the more direct you are, the more calm you are, the, more, the better the man will understand. Trust me. All right. Good luck to you, Bernadette. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Have a good night. You too. I just got a data dump email. There's a girl who went for the first time to the guy's house, and she saw one thing that she thinks is a deal breaker. I'll tell you what it is next. Simon Marcel, you have a question and you can't call me? Just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, bonjour. What do you have? Bonjour. So we have a data dump from Sarah. Mm -hmm. She says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sarah. I went on a few dates with a guy, and last night I went to his place for the first time. 
He told me that he had a roommate, which I was totally okay with. Uh huh. But they sleep in bunk beds. In his defense, the apartment is pretty small, but I can't help but feel that this is a little weird that two grown men in their 30s are sleeping in bunk beds. Do you think I should date or dump him? Should you give a chance to love to a man who sleeps in a bunk bed at 30? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I got a date or dump email from Sarah who said that you start to date this guy. And for the first time last night, actually, she went to his place and saw that he was sleeping in a bunk bed with another guy, right? So the apartment is very small. And now she's wondering, she's so shocked that, you know, somebody in his 30s could be, you know, have a roommate and sleeping in a bunk bed that she doesn't know if she should date him or dump him. So, Sarah, here's how it goes. What's important to me is not the bunk bed or the bed situation. If you have a job that justifies that at 30 you still have a, like a roommate and you just go in and out of your place really quickly because you're so busy, I don't care that. The real question, Sarah, is not about the bunk bed. It's how much you like or love this man. Because if obviously one day he moves with you, he'll move out of the bunk bed and you guys will have a regular bed. So to me, I would say date him and just pass the bunk bed issue. Just like, that is nothing. Now, oh, wait a minute. So I see my producer shaking heads. Nobody seems to like my answer here in the studio. So I want to know what they have to say. So stay with me because I'm going to hear some flack, I tell you that. And that's next. Bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. So I got a date or dump. Sarah says, I'm dating this guy for the first time I went to his place, and guess what? She found out that he was sleeping in a bunk bed, he's in his 30s, and she's just so shocked that somebody in his 30s could sleep in a bunk bed. She emails me, should I date him or dump him? I told Sarah that if I would like a girl who would sleep in a small apartment in a bunk bed, I would not even think about it twice. If I like you, I like you. So, guys, Trisha and Jill... Why the, the, the head shaking when I say that? Jill, what's going on? I would never date a guy who had bunk beds. Why? Because uh, are you five years old or are you 35 years old? A Which bed one? is a bed. You pay rent. What are you talking about? You're sleeping with a man on top of you in another bed. That's very weird and too close for comfort. No, I'm not doing it. It's weird. Oh, it's weird? Oh, it's straight up weird. You think it's weird? You're in the same vicinity as that person, that other person You sleep you. with a roommate, Trisha. They yeah, have separate rooms. I have rooms. A, a separate room. Okay, because you guys can afford it. What if the guy can't afford you? I, he needs a better job. Yep. Sorry. Pass. Where is the love, guys? Dump. So you can never have ooh-la-la at his place. Obviously not, but you guys going to evolve and become a couple and move. he's going to move out of this place. But if you find a good person, I'm serious, if you find a good partner, please pass the bunk bed. What matters is what you feel in your heart, not <laughs> the bed situation. A good partner wouldn't have a bunk bed unless they have kids and the kids sleep in bunk beds. So why don't we – okay, so you're pushing me. So we're going to talk about things we have all found out in bedrooms, apartments, when we first walked in, that are deal breakers. Let's be serious. And that will be next on my podcast, La Confession, on our Hot Radio app. Look for it. No breaks. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel, and, and thank you so much for listening to me tonight again. I mean, this, this show wouldn't be the same without you and all your calls. And, and you know, I, I'll just I'll finish tonight with this. Everywhere, I'm you know, just in medias and, and conversations, social media, less and less there's room for romance. We don't hear love stories anymore, except, you know, a few movies 
All we hear is bad news. And I wanted this show to hear all the good news, all the positive news also, all the romance. So thank you so much for sharing all the positive love stories that are happening every night in America and we don't talk enough about it. That's why I made the rendezvous what it is so we can share our love stories and help each other to stay together. Always say, don't do like me, I'm single, do better than me. The website is great, therendezvousshow.com. Just check it out. Everything about this show, about the confession podcast, about me as a host, my team, everything. So go check it out, therendezvousshow.com. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, good night, sweet dreams, and bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.